you guys so much for tuning in today. Um, today's episode is called Mompreneur, and joining me I have Jasmine, Jazz Ariel, Brooklyn's mom, aka the founder and owner of Brooklyn Body Butter. Um, I am so excited um, about this conversation that we're about to have, just because um, a lot of our purpose, number one, is being a mother. You know, we have children, and we're trying to do all these different things, and it's so important to, you know, find balance and find, you know, some type of peace and inspiration in the midst of all of that because, you know, we have businesses, we have jobs, but, you know, being a mother comes first. Like, that is our ultimate, you know, purpose in our life. So, um, I'm going to let, Jazz, I want you just to um, introduce yourself, you know, uh, talk about what you have, all the amazing things you have going on. Um, Jazz is my girl, man. I've known her, you know, for a couple of years. We went to Bible study together. Um, I just love her spirit. You know, she's amazing. She's do- she's always been hustling. I mean, I remember Queens raised Queens, Kings yeah. raised Queen- <laughs> Kings. So um, we've been rocking for a second. So I want you to um, introduce yourself. All right. So I'm Jasmine, um, Instagram, Jazz, R-E-L-M. I am the founder and maker of Brooklyn Body Butter. Um, Brooklyn Body Butter is named after my now five-year-old daughter. Um, I made it to help her, to help her, you know, give her a little bit of relief from um, eczema, which is a pretty common skin condition that a lot of people do have. So that was the purpose of me creating Brooklyn Body Butter. It's going on two years that I started my product. Um, My launch was, what was that, April 7th, 2017. So it's been been a good (laughs) two years. Um, Absolutely. Kelsey was one of the first people to ever buy Brooklyn Body Butter. I remember I met up with her. So that's that's exciting. So I'm excited to be here. I am excited to have you. Um, so I kind of want to, um, like my goal of this episode is just to encourage, you know, some of the mothers who are, you know, still trying to figure out their way. You know, they, they're just caught up in being a parent right now, and that's absolutely fine. Your child is always your first priority, but... It is not impossible to, you know, still accomplish goals and, you know, live out your dreams. Like, just because you have a child, that does not mean your life ends. That's really when your life begins. And you have to start thinking, you know, you're securing a future not only for you, but, you know, for your child or for your children. So I kind of want to just talk about um, some of the ups and downs of, you know, being an entrepreneur and a mom. So that's why I called it mompreneur Mm because, you know, a lot of us are both. So I kind of want to just, you know, dive into that. Um. Like, what do you feel like are the ups? Like, what like what gives you your most, you know, your satisfaction and your fulfillment in, you know, running a business and being a mom? Like, um, running a business is very hard. It's, I mean, I can't sugarcoat it. It's, it's extremely hard running a business. Being a mother on top of running a business, it makes it even harder, especially because my daughter's at the age now where she's in school, so she got homework. I got to read to her certain nights. We got we got a lot of stuff to do. It's mm-hmm. really hard. Um, I think a lot of people only see the good that we post on the Internet. Mm-hmm. That's just how we are. We never want to show them, tell them the bad or, you know, give them all the nitty-gritty details. But um, the ups, did you say the ups of running the business and being a mom yeah um mine's is kind of mine's is very personal because it's named after my daughter so anything that I do with it is like really personal to me so that's why I'm like big on my customer service um big on my product just like 
even the placement in stores, like I'm big on that. So I guess the ups for me is the satisfaction of knowing like this is my daughter's name. Mm-hmm. This is our brand. People love it. You know, it's really a representation of her. So I kind of always got not kind of I always have to be on my P's and Q's with my brand, especially because it's my daughter's name. Absolutely. And I agree. Like, I feel like for me, like the ups is um, like I've overcome so much and I feel like I didn't have my mom growing up. Mm -hmm. So now that I have my own daughter, it's like that's my chance to get it right. And I know she's always watching me and I always want to, you know, set a good example. So for me, I get a fulfillment just in knowing like, man, I'm being somebody greater. I'm trying to at least reach that level of greatness for, you know, my little person that I know is watching me. Definitely. So, um, like what (sighs) this second part, like the downs, like the heart, like the struggles, like we're going to hop into that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, child. Like that's, it's a lot. Like it's a whole lot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the downs, time, it's never enough time in a day, unfortunately, I mean, especially with running a business, I always feel like time is my biggest enemy, Mm -hmm. um, I never have enough time to do everything that it is that I need to do, or maybe I just don't plan my time accordingly, but, um, time is one of the hardest things, being a mom, running a business, um, man. It's, I feel like it's never enough time. It's not. Yeah, and it's like you have to sacrifice so much. You do. You do have to sacrifice a lot. It's things that I forget. It's things that I may forget to um, turn in for my daughter at school, yeah, unfortunately. It, it it happens. Like, mm-hmm. it's only so much that you can remember and retain. Like, I try to put stuff in my phone. The alarm go off. And I'll be like, oh, damn. I forgot. I'm going to send this to school with her. Or yeah. It's just time is really really hard like I don't think people understand that um especially like we're running the business you have to know like when to stop responding to emails before I was responding to emails like instantly like oh let me reply right back it's 11 30 at night I'm laying in bed responding to email you can't do that like you you gotta say okay no um create a schedule the last past six weeks I've been having to create a schedule for stuff that I need to do and stuff Mm -hmm. that I have to do so um, making a priority for, like, what's, you know, what's the most important thing? Like, um, my daughter, like, going home at night, going home at a reasonable time. I can't stay at my parents' house all night and make body butter anymore. Like, we go home at a reasonable time because we got to do homework. Like, that's yeah. important. Like, this is her education. Like, I can't keep being selfish with running my business. Like, yeah. oh, it's all about making money because it's not really all about making money. Like, yeah, that's making true. money is cool. But if you're not prioritizing the things that you need to do, like, at the end of the day, that making the money is just, yeah. it's like, whatever. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I feel like for me, like, the downs is, like you said, time. Um, and then that sacrifice, like, I know just recently um, you talked about, you know, quitting your job and you mm-hmm. went 100% into full entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. Um, but, like, I, I'm still, you know, I'm working full time and you, you were too. So mm-hmm. I kind of want to touch on that. It's like. Okay, you you being a mother first, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then you're an entrepreneur on top of that. You're running a business. You have all these things going on with your business. And then on top of that, number three is you you working a full-time job. Yeah. So it's like, man, that's a lot. It was So a it's lot. like trying to find that balance. Like for me, it's like I don't three these three things, something is going to lack at some point. Yeah. So it's like either you're, you know, being a parent, you're going to lack in that area. You're going to lack with, you know, your job. Um how you're working that job and your job performance or mm-hmm. your business is going to lack. 
So it's like trying to find that balance and that that middle point is so important just because I want to make sure that my daughter never feels like, you know, she's neglected or mommy's always at work because I get that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like you always that you always working. It's like, man, I'm trying to secure your future. Like right now you may not understand it. But when I get to work, like sometimes I I, I will go to work and I would cry Mm -hmm. like the whole time like, I just want to go home and be with my baby. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I don't want, ever want her to feel, you know, like neglect or I don't ever want to miss a beat. But it's like sometimes we do have to sacrifice that, te- you know, that yeah. time from being with them. And then like my daughter, like she's in all these extracurricular stuff like dance and ballet. And it's like I never wanted to miss any of those things. Mm-hmm. Or I might have a speaking engagement that day. It's just like being able to stay, you know, balanced and set, you know, priorities for yourself. Like, look, no matter what is going on at work or my business, my child comes first. Or, you know, like, it's all about, like, how you prioritize and, like, you know, stay in balance. And for me, I really just had to talk myself through so much stuff. Like, look, right. Kelsey, like, you're doing this for a reason. Like, you know, just make sure you always pouring love into your baby. She gonna know that you're doing this for her. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like we beat ourselves up so much because we feel like we're supposed to be superwoman and we're supposed to be able to handle all these things, but it gets overwhelming. I like when you said that we beat ourselves up because we think that we're always supposed to be superwoman. And that's so true. Like, I was like, I was like, got a real tough exterior. Like, oh, I don't need no help from nobody. I got it. I can do this. I can, no, that's a lie. That's that's fraud. <laughs> Anybody yeah. that tell you that they don't need any help, they probably need a lot of help. Um, that was one of my biggest flaws. It's like I was always scared to ask for help. I always felt like I could do everything on my own. Oh, no, mm-hmm. I got it. I got it. I'm going to do this. No. Like, I need some help. Like, yeah. <laughs> I need some help in this area. Like, somebody got to come help me. Um, I live with my parents. Like, raising my daughter, we live with my parents up until, like, November. We just moved. Um so a lot of my help did come from my parents. I'm very thankful for that. Um, I feel like if I didn't have them, I don't know where I would be, how I would be doing it. So my mom picked, my mom and dad picked up a lot of my slack. Like if, you know, it was time for me to put Brooklyn to bed or whatever, they was tucking her in while I was downstairs in the basement whipping body butter. So I give a lot of credit to my parents. Um, I think that's the misconception that like black women are supposed to be all so strong oh so strong and not not just black women just women in general like we're supposed to be so strong we're supposed to carry a lot of the weight and you know we never supposed to crack or ask for help but deep down inside we probably need the most help like it's hard being it was it's hard for me being a mother running a business um being a spouse being a daughter um you know it's just it's a lot of roles that I take on. Um, let me see. It was something that I wanted to say. I totally just slipped my mind. It's going to come back to me. But yeah, it's, it, then it's like on top of these three things that we just mentioned, like we do, st- you know, like some of us are dating or we're in relationships. Yeah. We have friendships, so we have to make yeah. sure that we're, you know, trying to be a supportive friend all the time. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes people don't understand it. Definitely like my friends who don't have children, mm-hmm. like, Man, like, sometimes I just want to spend all my extra time with my baby, but it's like they have an event or they have a birthday party or they have, you know, I feel like all of my friends have something going on right now. I think all my friends kind of know, like, she ain't the one that you're going to call to hang out, but she'll (laughs) be there for you, but she for sure not the one that's going to, you know, that you need to call to hang out because I'm probably declining, like, no, I got other plans, I got to do this. And then that's, like, I feel like that too, like, the hanging out part, like, they know, like, yeah, like, uh. It's very a slim chance, yeah. but, you know, when it comes to, like, you know, me wanting to support their events and stuff, it's like, 
is it can I bring Aria with me? Right, you know, is like, it kid friendly? Right, like, is it kid friendly? So that's also something because it's like, man, when you definitely when you're a mom, like I feel like your friends without kids, they kind of stop inviting you to certain things, and you're like, dang, like you know, like sometimes you feel isolated, you feel like you're alone, you feel right. like nobody really understands. Like it's so many different emotions that can. Go I went through. through a lot of those emotions um, when I first had my baby because. Um, you know, I was, like, in a toss-up of even being a mom. I was yeah. like, you know, I don't think I'm really ready to have a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, so I went a lot of back and forth with that. And I, I remember, you know, being, like, um, feeling, like you said, feeling alone for a while. I really didn't feel like nobody understood me. I remember it was nights after I had my baby. I would just cry, just mm-hmm. cry, cry, cry. Like, yeah. I don't want to have to share with anybody. I don't want nobody to see her. I was just, <laughs> I was like kind of being selfish. Like, this is my baby. I had her. I wanted her. <laughs> like, So when I could say when I was pregnant, I didn't really have like a good connection to my baby. Mm-hmm. It was like after I gave birth. But when I was pregnant, I was like, oh, it's just the baby in there. I ain't, you know, whatever. Yeah. I was just, I went through so many different emotions. I don't know mm-hmm. if I was like, I, I could probably say, like, I kind of probably had, like, a depressing pregnancy, if you ask me. Me, too, absolutely. So, I don't know. And then, like, for the last past few weeks, I kind of been in, like, this weird little funk. It's like, I quit my job in February. Okay, that's cool. But um, I've had a job since I was, like, 15, 16 years old. Actually, sooner than that, because I used to work for my granny back in the day, like, when I was eight. <laughs> she used to have, like, a little daycare. That didn't go over too well. I got my first paycheck, and I quit. <laughs> But I always had, like, a little hustler spirit, but um, making CDs, doing whatever the case may be. But I was always working since I was, like, 15 or 16. So, naturally, every day you used to being around people. So, when I quit my job, I went into, like, this, like, little depression, like, this little funk. Like, here it is. I'm down here. I'm working all by myself now. I don't have nobody to talk to, nobody to kick it with. You know, that can be be really depressing. But if you're not expressing that to nobody or nobody knows, then how can they check on you? How can they see if you're doing okay? Like, if you wait to, you know... Your breaking point. Your breaking point. Everybody going to be like, dang, what's, you know, what's, what's up with her? her? Like, yeah. what's wrong with her? Trust so me, I was feeling I like it. the little crazy person. Like, I was, like, going through all these different emotions. I'm like, I'm not doing body butter today. I'm not stocking my stores. My bad. I apologize for that in advance. But I did go through, like, a little cracking point. And I remember cracking, like, I feel this way, that way, that way. And they like, well, dang, you know, nobody knew because you didn't yeah. say anything. I just kind of shut down, wouldn't answer my phone, wasn't responding to text messages. So that goes back to, like, that whole having support, your yeah. downs. That that was definitely a down point. I'm slowly but surely coming back around, but I still be in, like, this weird little funk. I don't – I got to break it. Yeah. And I get that often. I feel like it's, it's – um when you're under a lot of pressure, you know, mm-hmm. you have so much going on, it's overwhelming. It's it frustrating. Like, Very. And people don't see that. They only see, you know, what we post, and they don't see those downtimes. Right. Like, when I say today, before I even got here, like, I had a complete meltdown. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I, it's like, it's overwhelming. And it I'm is. like, it's so true. You really have to check on your strong friends. Like, the ones who are always there for everybody, who always show up for everybody. Like, mm-hmm. I be needing that time, too. Like, yeah. Man, like, even with, you know, coming on here and just speaking, like, we pour out so much. You know, even with having businesses, like, we pour out through our products. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you put your heart and soul mixing That's up, them, you know, mixing that up. So, it's like, man, nobody really understands, like, what you go on. Like, if your energy off, you can't really. You can't. You, you can't You, you can't it. operate at no, your best self. You so, it's like, you have to find that time. Like, I, I get 
discouraged so much, you know, but mm-hmm. I'm thankful that I have, you know, praying friends. I have, you know, mentors and my church home, you know, like I have a lot of people who pour back into me, you right. know, so right. sometimes I do go through these isolation periods where I don't even allow people to pour into me mm-hmm. just because, you know, it's like, man, because I feel like I'm supposed to be superwoman or I'm supposed to have it all together. I'm yeah. supposed to, you know, help everybody else. But the, the you know, to be completely honest, like I need that. You need that help. So don't ever feel like you have to have it all together. Like everybody's going to get discouraged at some point, but it's all about how you resurface and it's all about how, you know, you allow other people to pour back into you. That support. Like nobody can do everything on do everything on their own. Like it's impossible. That's so true. Nobody. Like all the greats, they have somebody to help them. Yep, you know what I'm saying? So, so don't ever feel like oh I got this or have the mentality I can do this on my own like no like let people help you like we we, sometimes we pray to God and we ask God for all these things not Mm -hmm. knowing he's not about to come down and knock on your front door like here are the things that you asked me for like no sometimes sometimes those things that we're praying for like God will give us through other people so we push people away like they can't come and give us that advice that we've been praying for or they can't come and give us that support that we've been praying for because we're blocking people away like most times like our blessings are given through other people that God has appointed to be your mm-hmm. blessing like those answered prayers are sometimes through other people and that's something that I learned because I haven't always been the person you know that that was open to help like I remember when I was pregnant like I had a rough pregnancy like both physically mentally emotionally just because like I've never I never had a relationship with my mom like mm-hmm. even as a kid you know like I was taken away from my mom so it's like I had so many um like mental um barriers like dang like am I gonna be the same type of mom that my mom was am I gonna neglect my daughter like I had all these things these seeds that the enemy was planting into my head and that like made me fearful mm-hmm. so when I finally had my daughter it's like I like you say when you felt that um that detachment like I felt the same way and that's a scary place but it it's a very real place yep you know, and I'm like, man, I, I'm I'm already in my head like, dang, I'm already going to be just like her, you know. Mm-hmm. And that, that was very fearful, and it was a very scary thing. And But also, on the flip side of it, it actually motivated me because I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to be like my mom. I'm going to be better, you know, I'm going to be better for her because I would never want her growing up feeling, you know, that disconnect from me or that, you know, that feeling that I wasn't there or I didn't love her, right. you know, so – it's like so many experiences that we we go through are for a reason. You know what I'm saying? You can either let it disable you or you can let it enable you to do something positive with it. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's a reason why we go through those experiences. And I just decided to take, you know, that experience and um, let it motivate me to switch it around and, you know, break some generational curses, like break the society's norms or what everybody felt like I was going to be or what I was going to do. Cause it's like now, like everything I do is for my daughter. I really felt like she changed my life. So I owe that to her. I owe, you know, being a business owner and, you know, putting generational wealth into, you know, our family and her kids and her kids, kids. Like I really feel like I owe that to her. So, Mm -hmm. um, like I really feel like when you're a mother, your greatest inspiration and your motivation come from your child. That's true. It's like, it's, it's no longer about you. But like you said, everything that you do, you have to keep them in mind. And you're thinking about, you know, is this going to be vital for my child? Or what can this, you know, what can this decision, how can it affect them? It's mm-hmm. always about like that that little person, you know? Yeah. yeah, some moves, you don't move the same way when you got kids. You That's you true. just can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. You can't. So, um... And, the, and it's a it's an amazing thing, you know, like when you first came on, you were talking about, um, you know, you started Brooklyn Body Butter because your daughter had eczema, mm-hmm. right? And it's just so amazing how beautifully orchestrated God is as a creator. 
because mm-hmm. like sometimes he gives us a problem, right, or an issue or something that we might feel like, oh my God, this is like a um a dent in a road or this is a roadblock, this is something hard, but not even knowing that he gave you that. Because look at it now, like you created something from having that problem that is a blessing to not only you and your family and your daughter, but so many other women who has this same roadblock. And it's so crazy because I never, ever expected it to be what it is today. Like I never thought it would grow the way it did. I'm like, dang, I can't even really remember (laughs) what I was doing like a few (laughs) years back. I'm like, dang, I was doing that, like working two jobs. I would go to one job, then get off, go to another job work from seven to seven then back at work again so the only time I saw my daughter was when I was dropping her off at you know preschool that morning I spent some what an hour getting her ready that's that was no time but that was a sacrifice that I made at that time and even for a minute when I first started Brooklyn Body Butter I was working two jobs I was working at the health department and I was working at the casino and I started Brooklyn Body Butter, and you know it was just, it was growing. It was it was just steady growing. I remember um, I had got a car, and it had our emblem on the side mm-hmm. of it. And one of my supervisors saw the car in the parking structure, and she said, she said, she she told me that she said to herself, she's not gonna be here for much longer. And I think mm-hmm. it was like a month later, I put in, you know, I put in to resign from my position at the casino I was like okay well I can't do this anymore I'm gonna focus on my business and it picked up and I was I was worried about making I'm like well I'm gonna make $330 every two weeks I need this little extra money on top of my full-time job so I was nervous about quitting my part-time job (laughs) I quit that and my business started flourishing again I was doing pop-ups on the weekend before I couldn't do pop-ups and stuff on the weekend so I was doing pop-ups on the weekend and Another year and a half passed, and I gave my um, supervisor at my job, I gave her my letter to resign or whatever, and she's, she didn't believe it. Like, I put it on her desk on a Friday, and I remember I left. She was, like, upstairs doing something, and I left. Mm-hmm. And she was texting me and calling me, like, are you serious? Like, I'm like, yeah, like, now's the time. I'm not, I can't look back. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I can't look back. I can't do this. Yeah. She's like, wow. And... I quit my job and I was nervous because I quit my job in, in January. No, I quit it in February. Excuse me. I quit my job in February. January was a slow month of sales. I don't know if it was just something that's like all around because it's the new year. Christmas just passed. So he like, yeah. <laughs> so January was a slow month. So I was like nervous. I'm like, okay, I'm quitting my job this month. I don't know how I'm going to do it. February came. I looked at my numbers. I'm like, hmm, is this right? <laughs> March, cut, March is here. It's coming to an end. I've been looking at my numbers. I'm like, okay, is this right? And it's just amazing to me. Um, and it's not to be boastful or brag, bragful, but it's amazing to me that um, I really put all my faith into it. I remember my mom telling me, I'm like, all right, today's the day I'm putting in my letter. She was like, just keep having faith and it's going gonna, it's gonna to take you far. And that just plays in the back of my head. It's like, okay, yeah, I put in, I got faith, but I'm also putting in all this work. I got people praying for me. <laughs> and in the last two months, I've made my entire year's salary at my job, at my old job. So it's just like, it's a blessing. Yeah. It's like having faith. And I, I'm just thankful because yeah. I know somebody praying for me and it's keeping Absolutely. me covered. <laughs> Absolutely. And then it's like, um, like I haven't quit my job yet. Um, mm-hmm. It's something I've been battling with, but I definitely, um, 
it's definitely all I've been thinking about. And I know yeah. it's because, you know, God is calling me to something, to something more, you know, to something bigger. Yeah. Um, the thing about it, like, we're having faith, right? Because mm-hmm. faith is what we can't see. Mm-hmm. So it's scary because you're like, man, like, I'm used to getting this check every week. I I know that no matter what is going on yeah, outside, I, this is guaranteed. Yeah. But it's like, man, like, if we could put that same type of faith, you know, in God, because God is going to provide for us, right? Yeah. And we don't always see that because, like, like you said, when you first quit, you like, man, like, these numbers is not looking right. But when you finally took that leap of faith and you mm-hmm. just was like, you know what? I'm I'm going to trust you with this. Yeah. I, I trust the vision that you gave me. I put in the work and I'm ready to, you know. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you made your whole year, in, with, you know, within these past couple of months. Like mm-hmm. that just goes to show like how God works and how important having faith is and, and believing in yourself and believing in your brand and your product. Like yeah. if you don't believe in yourself, like how do you expect God to, you know, like he already knows what you're capable mm-hmm. of. But if you, you don't know that you're capable of it, it's like he's going to be like, nope, well, I'm going to wait until you do. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So um, it's it is just so important. And I kind of want to talk about, um, so how do you, like, so, you know, out of all this madness that we do on a daily, like, mm-hmm. where is your peaceful place? Like, how do you, you know, take that time to escape and kind of, you know, resurface your thoughts and just, you know, like, refuel, recharge? Um, my peaceful place is definitely my bed. <laughs> And my peaceful place is my dreams. I know it sounds crazy. Um, I get a lot of signs in my dreams. And I remember a friend telling me, you know, when you before you go to bed at night, you got to ask for peace. You got to ask for, you know, God to show you what it is that he wants you to do. So every night before I go to bed, you know, I say, God, show me what it is that you want me to do. And I promise I have the most vivid dreams. And it's like. I feel like he talks to me in my dreams. So, like, I know people be like, oh, you sleep a lot. You always sleeping. I'd be like, look, that's my time that I'm talking to God. Y'all don't know what he be up there telling me. But he be yeah. telling me some stuff. <laughs> he be telling me. He'll show me stuff. I mean, it sounds crazy, but, like, my dreams is really where it's at. Like, that's how I get my peace. Like, yeah. I remember um, a few weeks ago, I put up a post on Twitter, and I was just asking, you know, like, I'm like, I kind of need, like, a mental break. Like, how do you, you know, recharge or disconnect from the outside world? I got a lot of good feedback, but the most helpful thing for <laughs> me has been my sleep. Your sleep? Yeah. I think for me, like, for I, I really love traveling, but listen, the, the account ain't always, you know, <laughs> give, you know, give me that time. But, like, I feel like, and I hate always getting all preachy and stuff, um, just because I know everybody's not at the same level in mm-hmm. their faith, but... I feel like me building a relationship with God on a deeper level has been, was like the best decision I ever made. Like, you know, I'm imperfect. My life, you know, doesn't always reflect my Mm -hmm. beliefs. And I'm honest enough to say that I'm very transparent when it comes to that. But one thing about it is that I have that relationship. I have that connection. And like when I, my pray, like praying is like, it's my peaceful place. I like to write a lot. See, you know, this is what, this is, I always ask people this, like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm like, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to say I'm not a good prayer, but like, I know there's no right or wrong way to pray. So I'm always like lost on like, how do I pray? Do I just say it in my head or do I write it down? Do so I say it out loud? Either like, way. Either way. So I found that. And then another thing that works is like praying with someone else. 
Okay. So um, I have a someone that I'm really close to. He's like my brother. He lives in California. Mm-hmm. Rio. Shout out to uh, Rio. Um, like literally, sometimes we call each other every day and we just pray for each other. Like, cause sometimes I feel like I can't pray for myself or I don't know what to say or I don't know where to start. Those accountability partners and those people, you know, who 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 will pray with you. Like mm-hmm. I feel like he's a way better prayer than I am. But just that energy, you know, like it kind of helps us both to bounce our prayers off each other. But right. when I'm alone, like sometimes I just, you know. When I'm alone, I'm the only one in the house, which isn't always, you know, possibly either Ari is around. But, like, if she's at school, like, I literally just turn everything off. No social media, no nothing. And I'll just get on my knees. And mm-hmm. I'll cry. I'll scream. like, And I'll just get, like, verbally, I'll express how what I'm feeling like. But I always start my prayers off with being thankful. Like, I th- even if I feel like I don't have nothing to be thankful for, God, just thank you for life. Right. Thank you for waking me up. Like, just thank you for every opportunity. Just start off with thanksgiving. And when you feel yourself just... You know, that admiration, like, Lord, just thank you. Just mm-hmm. say thank you a couple of times, and I promise you, everything else is just going to start flowing. Mm-hmm. And anything anything that you're feeling, even if you're like, I got a headache, whatever it is, just say, just talk about it. Like, God, like, I'm I'm struggling with this today. I'm in this funk. I'm in this space. I don't know how I got here. Like, I just need you to give me some peace. You know, I need mm-hmm. you to, um, you know, like just take this this burden off of me like um I want to have a a, a a conversation it's just a conversation really like like I'm sure when you met your spouse like order for y'all to get to know each other y'all had to have some conversation right y'all had to spend some time with each other it's the same thing with God just having you you may not be able to verbally hear him speak mm-hmm. back but he's listening and he'll like you said he sends you signs through your dreams that's communication right. right there so even if you feel like you might not get an answer right away like just casting all of your feelings and all of your emotions and everything that you are experiencing just tell him just openly talk about it just mm-hmm. like you would talk to your mom or talk to your friends like that's all he wants is that communication and I feel like in me doing that like it's just a sense of peace that he gives me and that's my place that's where I get my help you got to know where your help come from and right. like everybody has something different but for me like I promise like one thing about it if I don't do nothing else I will pray mm-hmm. like for, for so, I don't know why but I, I feel like I want to pray right now. So let's mm-hmm. pray. Okay. <laughs> so um, I just want to pray for, like, all the moms right now who are listening. Um, man, I, I just feel so much heaviness. Like, it's, it's hard. You know, like, we, we reach those points where we're just confused. We don't know which way to go. We're frustrated. And I just kind of want to pray. Um, dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now. Just thankful, Lord. Thank you for life, health, and strength, oh God. Just thank you for, you know, a chance, another day, another chance to just get it right. Lord, I just come to you right now with every mother who is listening right now. Like, I, I come to you with them on my heart, oh God. I just ask that whatever it is that they are feeling, whether it is doubt, whether it is frustration, whether they are ready to give up, whether they are on the cusp of a breaking point, oh God, I just ask that you... You reach in and you touch that situation right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Let them know that you are still there and you are still present. You are still um, working for their good. Everything that they are going through, Lord, I just ask that right now you start to make it make sense, God. Every pain, just let them know that it is all for a greater reason and for a greater cause, Lord. I just ask that you sing your peace right now, oh God. I ask that you just sing your help, Lord. Give them that place of rest, God, to just let them know that they can continue to go on, God. Any doubts that they may have, like any tricks of the enemy, I ask that you just just touch their children right now, Lord. Touch their their minds. And I ask that you just send, send your angels to encamp around them and keep them safe while they're going and while they're coming, Father God. Any in, any um, scheme or anything that the enemy might have planned for them, God, I just ask that you just block it right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. And I just ask that you just give them peace, Lord. Give them a 
a sense of direction, God, if they may be confused or they just don't know which way to go, Lord. I just ask that you you wrap your arms around them, even now, God. That girl right now that's crying because she don't know what she's going to do as a mother. She thinks she's failed as a mother. Lord, remind her that we all get we all get confused and we all get off track sometimes, but she is just doing the best that she can. Send her encouragement, oh God. Take away that frustration. Take away that anger. Take away that hurt. Send some healing, Lord, so that we're able to break some generational curses for these children that we have, oh God. And just remind them that being a mother is an amazing thing. We are the only creatures on this world that can give, you know, a, a woman, you know, a female. We're the only ones who can give birth to human beings. That's a lot in itself, oh God. So just remind them that they are powerful and they can still do all things through you, Lord. And just bring them closer to you, Father God. Just bring them, you know, that relationship, those prayers. God has asked that you answer prayers right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we'll continue to give you all the honor and all the praise in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Ooh, that is so good. I don't know about you. Like, man, like, what? I got the chills. Man, like, <laughs> God is so good. And it's like, I really just feel like um, being mothers, like, it's so vital that we see how important our roles are. Just mm-hmm. because, like, these babies are watching us. You know, like, everything. definitely when we have little girls, like, my daughter mimics everything that I do <laughs> to the point, like, when she says certain stuff or smart comments, I'll be like, Dang, like this is me. Like I can't it even get true. mad. You know. I like, remember my baby told me she just wanted, you know, two jobs and some stretch like my stretch marks like mommy. I was like two <laughs> out. <of> two. <laughs> so they definitely are watching. My daughter is for sure watching. Like yeah. every little thing. It's every nothing that you thing. can get past her. So. Yes, like and they they really are. So it's like we have to be mindful of that like everything that we do, we have to make sure that you know it's integral, um, because they are watching. Like yeah. and. We are our like our first ministry like is at home. Mm-hmm. You know, our first purpose and everything is at home, you know, the guidance that we're giving them, the things that we're pouring into them, the seeds that we are planting, like it's just so important and I always try to be mindful of that. Um I'm very passionate when it comes to my baby. Like I don't try to act funny with her. Not right. you know, but it's like I know she's watching and I always want her to have that balance. So even if yeah. she goes out into the world or she goes over, you know, to her other side's house or anywhere, she'll always have those values and those morals that I instilled in her at home. Exactly. You know, like yep. that that's that's my first ministry. My first ministry yep. is with my baby. Um man, like I feel like this was for me. Like this <laughs> this episode was for me. <laughs> like I'm I'm feeling really good about this. Like, um, I just want to give encouragement, you know, to the mothers, because I know what it feels like to be in, you know, that space where Mm -hmm. you're just confused. You don't know where to go. You don't know what you're supposed to be doing. But like I say, just, you know, having a child is not the end all be all, you know, for anyone. It's really not. It's really like you said, it's the beginning, you know, at first, you know, it's going to be rough. It's going to be real rough. It's not. It's something new. It's not going to be easy yeah. if you, you know, a first-time mom or a new mom. Or even if you are having a second baby and you don't yeah. know, you know, you don't know what yeah. to expect. <laughs> so it's not always easy, but it's, like you said, it's the beginning. It's never the end. Yeah. So um, I always end off with one last question, um, just because I know I have, like, my teenagers who are listening mm-hmm. um, and the youth who are listening. Even some, I'm sure some younger moms are listening. Um so what piece of advice, like, would you tell your younger self? Like, knowing all that you know now, and, Ooh. like, what would you say to that younger you, to that, you know, that young girl that's listening right now? The younger me. <laughs> it's so cliche. Um, I wish I would have knew then what I knew now would would, would have been um, to stay focused. 
especially in your studies. Um, don't fall behind. I graduated high school like <laughs> barely. I think I had like a one point seven. I was just kind of like all over the place, kind of doing my own thing, skipping school, um, doing like weird stuff. Like I skipped school to go to the mall. You could have waited after you got out of school to go to the mall to go shopping. That's I, that's the type of stuff that I would do. But definitely stay focused, especially in your studies. Um, you know, your education is something that people can never take away from you. So just stay focused. I love it. Well, man, thank you so much thank for coming you. to kick it with it. me. Like, this is amazing. I'm feeling full. I hope that, you know, all my mothers who are listening right now, you have been inspired and encouraged. Um, Jasmine, I want you to let them know, like, how they can um, get in contact with you, like, social media, like, to shop Brooklyn Body Butter. Listen, y'all. <laughs> and I'm not even saying this because this is my girl. Like, this is literally the only thing that I can put on me and my baby. Like, it works wonders. It stay like it a little goes a long way. Like she really has a a mil- you, billion dollar um because <laughs> it's made and it's made with love. It's all natural products. Like it's not you know what's on the shelves. Like mm-hmm. and a lot of times we don't even look into the ingredients and stuff of what we're putting on our skin. But I mean this has does that has done wonders for my skin for my baby Thank skin. You. So, um, you definitely got to shop Brooklyn Body Butter. Like, make the switch today. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can find me on Instagram. My personal Instagram is um, Jazz, R-E-L-M. That's J-A-S-A-R-I-E-L-M. Um, if you want to purchase Brooklyn Body it, Brooklyn Body Butter, it's brooklynbodybutter.com. B-R-O-O-K-L-Y-N, Body Butter. It is in a few stores. Uh, Pink Elephant, Restaurant Fashion Bistro, A.R. Dow's. This fall, we'll be in um, the bodega. Excited about that. So I know a lot of people, I just got to say this one little thing. I know a lot of people, um, they got prayers to me to be in like big brand stores like Target, CVS. That is wonderful and dandy, but that is not my goal. I do not want to be in a big box store. Um, I like to keep it on a small scale. Mm -hmm. And I like to put it in stores throughout our neighborhoods because I feel like we can all work together. We can all make yeah. something off of this. So Absolutely. thank you for the prayers. But I do not <laughs> want to be in a big store. Just pray that I can give me a warehouse. That's all I want. <laughs> absolutely absolutely well thank you so much um for like i said for coming to kick it with me um i am always praying for you i am thank always you, I you know that. rooting you on i definitely admire your thank drive you. i admire you as a mother you are thank dope you. If you, i know people tell you all the time <laughs> but if you don't hear it enough i am proud of you and thank never you. stop thank because you. like people that. are watching and you are motivating people even when you thank don't you. think that you are so i love you girl i love you too thank um, you thanks y'all so much for tuning in with kicking it with kelsey that is a wrap Take off your shoes and relax your feet. Party on down to the escape.